Federal Corn listeners, thanks for stopping by at the Federal Corn, located at the intersection between health and wellness, a podcast dedicated to educating and entertaining one step at a time. My name is Dr. Keating, and we're going to go through episode seven today, titled Headaches Galore and a little COVID update for you guys. Go through some of the topics we're going to discuss today. First, our main event is going to be Headaches Galore. We're going to discuss different types of headaches, causes of headaches, some of the treatments, as well as the difference between a headache and a migraine. Now, I said a little bit about the COVID update. Um, we'll talk about some of this, the newer CDC recommendations on quarantining, as well as go through another supplement spotlight of the week, being turmeric this week. And don't forget, we will have a little bit of trivia time at the end. I got some questions and trivia related to headaches being our main event today. So with that, let's get straight to it, to the main event. Now, headaches galore. Headaches come a lot when holiday stress comes around. There's a bunch of different types of headaches, and we're going to get into a couple of the more common ones here. One of the most common ones is called the tension headache. Now, they're very common. People will kind of experience them occasionally. They present this kind of a dull, constant pain felt on both sides of the head. Eh, Symptoms for them can be, you know, tenderness in the face, head, neck, shoulders. Sometimes a feeling of pressure behind the eyes. Mildly sensitivity to light and sound. That's going to be more into the migraine category. But these headaches tend to last 30 minutes to several hours. And severity can also vary, but they normally can... They, they rarely prevent you from, you know, still doing your normal activities of daily living. The triggers for this are stress, anxiety, depression. Some other ones might be dehydration. You know, as a chiropractor, I preach uh, proper hydration to my patients. We'll get into that a little bit later. Sometimes loud noises, lack of exercise, really poor sleep. And one I'm really favoring is the bad posture as a chiropractor. That's tension headaches. They're probably the most common. Second one we can go into is cluster headaches. Now, cluster headaches are kind of a more severe and recurrent headache. They're six times more likely to develop in men than women, even though you women seem to always have the headaches. More likely in men. And they kind of describe it as an intense burning or piercing pain behind or around one eye. Symptoms of this, similar to the tension headache, but they do kind of sometimes include a swollen eyelid, you know, could be caused from block or runny nose, you know, could be some sensitivity to light and sound, but again, that's mainly into the migraine category, some restlessness or agitation. Now, these cluster headaches, they're usually pretty sudden, kind of come on without warning, can last between 15 minutes to, say, three hours. There are even times where people can experience up to eight attacks in a day. These attacks tends to occur in, of course, a cluster formation, hence the name of cluster headaches. These clusters can persist for weeks, even months, and that's when people tend to come and see a chiropractor because they're sick of dealing with this stuff. They tend to take place at the same time of the day, which can, you know, most likely is often a couple hours after falling asleep. That's why you see that restlessness, the, the poor sleep, lack of sleep, lack of rest, and then it's really affecting us into the next day. One of the other most common headaches we see is sinus headaches. Now, sinus headaches are often dealing with, you know, people that have chronic sinus problems. But these are also often confused with migraines because they occur with sinus infection symptoms, have fever, stuffy nose, cough, congestion, facial pressure, 
stuff like that. Most of the time, you know when you have a sinus headache because you feel the pressure in your sinuses, you feel it built up, and it's usually in the frontal forehead region of your brain. Now, I'm sure you're saying, hey, those all sound like terrible things. And with holiday stress, I'm sure a lot of us are dealing with some headaches. Lord knows COVID's causing us some stress. So, of course, headaches are probably at an all-time high right now. You might be asking, hey, how do I improve those bad boys? I'll give you some good tips here. One, getting enough sleep. Sleep's fantastic. You know, we do have that restlessness with the cluster headaches, but trying to make sure we get adequate sleep, not running our body down, is going to be a great help. Regular exercise and stretching is also going to be fantastic. A lot of times our headaches are caused from the imbalances in muscles in the neck, causing pulling on one side, pulling on the other, just lots of tension, not directly related to the tension headaches, but tension through our neck and shoulders, which doesn't allow our body to move as it should, thus creating interference, imbalances, headaches. Now, improving sitting and standing posture I talked about is yeah, a bad posture could be a cause of this. That's a lot where seeing the chiropractor definitely can benefit this. And I'll get into chiropractic down a little bit farther as well. But sitting with a good posture, having a good ergonomic desk, if you are in a you know typical desk job, stuff like that can really help decrease headaches. One thing even my, my sister done, and she's a pharmacist, we might actually get her on the podcast here in the next couple of days, is she uses blue light glasses. Um, you know, It's kind of a newer technology, but it definitely decreases a lot of the the blue light coming from the screens for people that are looking at a screen all day. She says she loves them. They work fantastic. She wears them all day when she's working at home. Definitely something to look into there. Now, speaking of glasses, one thing that we can look at is also having an eye test done. A lot of times, these chronic headaches are from mismanagement of the the eyes. Whether our contacts or glasses haven't been recalibrated in years you know people tend to push that stuff off and that's again more of the preventative maintenance which we spoke on in previous episodes but get those eyes checked out i had a patient the other day that's had chronic migraines for years now i'm like hey when's the last time you had your your glasses checked and she said oh it's been a while hey let's go get that checked out let's cross that box off so we can go and further delve into a proper diagnosis for you One big thing, like I said, everyone's stressed right now. The management of stress and anxiety, even depression, is is key for a lot of headache causes. I tell a lot of my patients that have a hard time relaxing, have a lot of stress, try to find that happy place. Finding that happy place, you can you can go there, you can relax, that can be your safe place to go. Not that you actually have to physically go there, but just in your brain, you know. One of my patients said that She really wants to go buy a house in southwest Utah. She's having lots of chronic pain, doesn't like the cold. We're up here in Wisconsin, starting to get a little cold here. We're supposed to get some big snow this weekend. I told her, hey, let's think of that that southwestern Utah every time we come in so we can relax. Anytime you start feeling some of those headaches, that chronic stress, think of that place. Use that as your happy place. So definitely the management of stress is a definite plus. We can go into a little bit of use of NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, things like ibuprofen. You know, those are good to get you through the day if you need to. But of course, living on ibuprofen isn't the best for your body, your liver. If you are taking ibuprofen, of course, make sure that you're taking it with food. Of course, I'm a chiropractor, so the medication stuff really isn't under our scope. But we can definitely assist in the correct usage of NSAIDs. 
And lastly, and most importantly here at the Chiro Corner, is seeing your chiropractor. Having misalignments in the neck, those, those chronic pulling muscles in the neck, things like that can definitely cause long-term headaches, even some of the quick headaches if you if you sleep wrong, something like that, you know, muscle gets tight, bone slides out of place, nervous system's not functioning correctly. What we can do, boom, activate that nervous system, kind of reset it like we've alluded to the turning the cell phone off and then back on again. We can really get a lot of benefit from there. Our two probably biggest things we see as chiropractors are one, headaches, and two, low back pain. So I figured, why don't we touch on a little bit of headaches here? Now we'll get into a little bit of the difference between headaches and migraines. Essentially, a migraine is just a really bad headache, but there are a lot of other symptoms that come with it. You know, these symptoms are nausea, pain behind one eye or ear. Most of the time, a migraine is unilateral, meaning one side. It is rarely on two sides, but it can occur. You have pain in the temples. One of the big things is seeing spots or flashing lights. And that gets into the aura fact about it. We'll get a little bit deeper into that a little, little bit on later here. Um, we do have sensitivity to light and or sound. That's usually one of the big keys that patients recognize, you know, a, a migraines coming on. And that's why you see a lot of migraine patients that, you know, it's, it's quite debilitating having a migraine. A lot of people can't go through with their activities of daily life. They, you know, go sit in a dark room by themselves and quiet until it relaxes. In some cases of migraines, we do have temporary vision loss and some vomiting, but those are for patients that have tend to have really pretty severe migraines. Now, like I said, migraines tend to only affect one side of the head. It is possible for both sides, but that is pretty rare. If it's both sides, usually we can qual qualify that as just a headache. You know, other differences in the symptoms are going to be the pain quality. A migraine is way more intense, can be throbbing, and like I said, can make performing those daily tasks pretty difficult. Now, I mentioned aura. Migraines, they can be divided into two different categories. One, migraine with an aura, and obviously the other one, migraine without an aura. The aura refers to a sensation that a person would feel kind of right before they get that migraine. They can tell that that's coming on. The sensations usually occur between 10 to 30 minutes before an attack, and those sensations are something like this. They usually feel less mentally alert, have trouble kind of thinking, uh, they do see those flashing lights or unusual lines like I mentioned above. They may or may not have um, tingling or numbness in the face or hands. Of course, that goes on with a lot of other diseases, things going wrong, but that may be a symptom in a pretty bad migraine. And they may also have an unusual sense of kind of smell, taste, or touch. And I don't get that confused with COVID stuff. I don't want people saying, hey, I'm having a you know mismatched sense of smell, taste, or touch. Do I think I have COVID? You know, it may just be a migraine. Obviously, you know yourself, so use use your best judgment there if you are having that loss of smell or taste. Of course, maybe it's time to go get that, that COVID test done. One thing I'm going to do for you guys is post a picture on our Facebook page and our Instagram page just to kind of show you the differentiation between the headaches and a migraine. It's going to give you a chart that says you're feeling these symptoms, kind of a flow chart just to get you going, just so we can get the differentiation there, just to give you guys a good picture to see what's going on. Oh, enough with headaches. We need to get headaches gone. If I keep talk talking about headaches, I'm probably going to get a headache myself. But let's go on. Supplement Spotlight of the Week. We uh, didn't really have one last time. I talked a little bit about my supplements that I have been taking. 
And I figured I might as well do a spotlight on my turmeric. Turmeric's the one that I really needed the last time. Um, I went ahead and ordered it. Ordered four supplements from uh, a company called Now Foods. Um, one of the seminars I took in my nutritional class, guy went through and said, Now Foods is a really good company to use. They have a third-party fact-checking company that is not owned by themselves. So everything you know you're getting is good product, which is important because there's a lot of times where supplement companies will purchase a smaller company to fact check their own stuff and of course that's within the same system even though it's going to be a different name they're going to still want their other company to succeed so they might not be as trustworthy this now company pretty dang good now let's get into a little bit of turmeric it's a spice comes from a natural plant it's also known as curcuma or curcumin um, it's commonly used to flavor or color curry powders actually even mustards and some other foods it's, you know, it's the turmeric root, and I'll use turmeric and curcumin as the same thing here since they are essentially the same. It's, it's used to make some alternative medicine. That's kind of the, the avenue we're going to look at it today. It's been used as, you know, a possible effective aid in reducing blood cholesterol, reducing osteoarthritis pain, and even, some, even relieving some itching caused by some chronic kidney disease, you know, more long-term chronic stuff. And that's where we use this as a kind of a chronic anti-inflammatory. That curcumin is the main active ingredient in turmeric. Like I said, I'll use those interchangeably. It is a very powerful anti-inflammatory with also having very strong antioxidant effects. It really helps your body fight foreign invaders and also has a role in repairing damage. That's why it's great for kind of chronic stuff. It, it is good for some acute cases, but in... In some acute cases, short-term inflammation is beneficial. Inflammation, pain, all that stuff kind of tells us, hey, we have something wrong. We need to fix it. So, you know, we will use this in some acute situations, but once we get a little bit more, for, you know, farther down the road. This, this strong anti-inflammatory, it's great for it. Everyone thinks that, you know, taking other NSAIDs are going to be great, but this, there's actually studies that show that this is, it, this turmeric, matches the effectiveness of some anti-inflammatory drugs without the side effects. That last, that last part there without the side effects is huge. If we can take something that's natural and going to give us pretty dang near the same effects long-term as, say, ibuprofen is going to, why wouldn't you do that? You know, you're still going to, of course, take your ibuprofen if you really need to get through a day. You have one of those chronic headaches and you're just dying. You, you need to make it through that big meeting. Of course, we understand that. But for long-term usage, turmeric is much better. Now, turmeric also dramatically increases the antioxidant capacity of the body. Antioxidants are things that get rid of free radicals in the body, which create extra inflammation. Inflammation is bad. We've talked about that a little bit through the diet episode. Essentially, what we want to do, not only as chiropractors, but just, you know, healthcare professionals, is decrease inflammation. That's our turmeric. That's our main use for turmeric. One little caveat with this is turmeric is not the greatest absorbed into your bloodstream. So one thing that can help, and I'm sure this is in some of the supplements you're going to get, so I have to check that, but is consuming black pepper with it. It actually, it, it contains this um, piperine. It's a natural substance that enhances the absorption of turmeric by 2,000%. That's a lot. So of course, a lot of the supplements have that black pepper in it already, but check the one you are taking or looking into get to see if they do have that piper in. Most important, 
get the absorption factor in there, get it into your body, get it normalized so that it's an everyday kind of thing. Turmeric might take a little bit, you know, you might be taking it for five, six days before you actually get the full amount into your body to the fact that it's used to it and using it effectively. Now, there are some cases to be careful with when using turmeric, like during pregnancy. So using it in medicinal amounts, meaning larger quantities, can be unsafe during pregnancy. You know, it could cause some uterine bleeding or contractions. But, like I said, turmeric is also used in some foods. It is likely safe during pregnancy when used in those small amounts found in food, spices, things like that. Some other kind of diseases, things to be careful about when taking turmeric is diabetes, gallbladder symptoms, an iron deficiency, as I mentioned above, bleeding problems, blood clotting disorder, with that stomach disorder, sometimes things like GERD, stuff like that, and cancers of hormone-sensitive conditions like breast, uterus, ovaries, things like that. So if you do have one of those symptoms, make sure that we are, um, you know, talking to our healthcare provider about the usage of it, seeing if we just can do that, the small amounts through food, not so much the medicinal amounts. So just be careful there. That's our little disclaimer there. But, you know, although not all side effects are really known with turmeric, being that it's a natural plant that can affect, you know, the humans differently, it's most likely safe for most people to use for up to eight months. You know, most of the common side effects are nausea, upset stomach, diarrhea, and in some cases, dizziness. So, you know, if you are feeling some of those after starting to take it, of course, consult your physician. But for the most part, those aren't too bad. And of course, not that we have to take turmeric with food, but of taking any supplement with food is going to enhance the digestion of it as well. So, you know, be cognizant of that. We'll switch gears here a little bit, go into the mild COVID update here. The update is just kind of basically about the quarantine time frame. I think to get my coffee in there as it's a little early here, but the quarantine time frame has kind of changed from the 10 to 14 days now to a 7 and 10 days. The CDC updated this on Wednesday, and it's allowing quarantine to end, like I said, 7 days or 10 days after this certain criteria is met. We'll go through the criteria here a little bit. Quarantines can end after 10 days without testing if there are no symptoms that have been reported during that monitoring after exposure. So as I say, you're exposed, you know, you know you've been exposed, you're not going to get tested because I know a lot of people don't want to get tested. So that's what the CDC is kind of taking this avenue of, hey, I understand people don't want to get tested, so here's a still safe avenue to quarantine and not go through the hassle of getting tested. So exposed, no symptoms, no test, they're saying 10 days. The residual post-quarantine transmission risk for this is only about 1% in this scenario with an upper limit of 10%. So really the transmission you know, risk is pretty low. Now, if you are exposed and you have no symptoms, but you did go get a COVID-19 test and it was negative, that's where the quarantine can be cut just to seven days. What the CDC is trying to do here is, you know, decrease the economic impact that's happening by this. Of course, we all know that we're struggling in times, you know, money's tight, businesses are tight, people being laid off, all that stuff. So what they're trying to do is, I think, almost meet in the middle, give us, hey, let's still take our advantage of taking that quarantine, using that seven days to relax. But seven days is a lot easier to handle than 14 days. You know, you can take a week off not be so far behind as 14 days. 
So I think it's a good middle ground while still being health conscious, also being economic and fiscally conscious. So I think it's pretty good. You know, it just kind of helps the the economic impact be less over this longer period of time. Oh, you guys done talking about this this fun stuff, this COVID stuff? I'm done about it. Nice short update for it. If you've got any questions on it, of course, we'd love to hear it. You know, send us an email, shoot us a message on Facebook, any of that stuff. We always love to hear stuff. But let's switch to a little bit more fun stuff here. Go over a little bit of tricky trivia. Now, I'm just going to ask you guys some questions, kind of get some thoughts going here, and I'll discuss the answers right after I, I discuss the questions. So, all these are going to do with headaches today. First one is, say, hey, you guys hung over, maybe had a little bit of a wild Wednesday night. I know some of my listeners remember the uh, Long Island Wednesdays back at school. That was a good time. Well, you know, there were a couple times where you were hung over on a, on a Thursday morning. What is the best headache remedy in that situation from a hangover? You might think, hey, yeah, I'm going to go shove some ibuprofen in my body and go about the day. But actually, the best thing you can do is either a sports drink or Pedialyte. You know, your brain hurts that headache because it's dried up from the alcohol. The alcohol just sucks all the food out of your brain. So what you want to do, of course, get fluid. Water, sports drink, chicken soup, things like that. Get those fluids back into your body. Now, we'll go into a little bit of a thing. You know, the last thing your body needs is more booze. A lot of times people say, hey, I'm going to start this day off after a hangover with a Bloody Mary. Those are only going to make you more visible in the long run. The thing that's my favorite is a little bit of Pedialyte. You know, say I'm going to go and have a couple drinks with some of my friends. You know, say it's uh, uh, hanging out, catching up with some buddies. If I know we're going to be drinking a little bit, I'm going to have a Pedialyte. I'll drink half it before I go to bed and then the other half back in the morning. That way I decrease the possibility of having any headaches and you're, you know, you're just more, you're more replenished. Your body is thankful for that. So if you've been drinking sports drinks, Pedialyte, my favorite flavor of Pedialyte is the orange one. You can go ahead and get the uh, off brands of the Pedialyte also work just as well as long as you're getting electrolytes and fluid into your body. Ah, so let's go into question two here. Thousands of years ago. There are people that thought something specific caused headaches. Do you guys got any clue what these people thought caused headaches? You know, could it be uh, a spirit? You know, they were cursed, something. What these people actually thought was, you know, demon evil spirits actually caused these headaches. You know, this was, like I said, thousands of years ago. So, of course, we've grown way past that idea. But to ease the pain, they actually cracked open the skull to free the demon. The joke about this is, this is, hey, talk about a splitting headache, hey? Bruch. Yeah, that's a fun one. Come on, laugh for me. I got one more, one more little trivia thing for you here, guys. True or false? My dentist is the wrong expert to ask about my headaches. You may be going, why the heck would I talk about my dentist, about my headaches to my dentist? Yeah. That's actually false. The, the dentist is a pretty good person to ask about headaches. There is a link between your chompers and your head pain. Whether it's grinding or clenching your teeth, day, night, you know, they can cause muscle spasms and headaches. A lot of people, you know, are clenchers at night and they can wake up in the morning, their jaws sore, they kind of have a headache. Yeah, let's tie those two things together. 
So in this case, you know, your dentist may give you a mouth guard to wear while you sleep, which we all know, very difficult to get used to, but in the long run, it is a positive, helps you from grinding, helps you from clenching, just kind of helps your head overall feel better. Those are my three tricky trivia questions for today. If you have any tricky, tricky trivia you'd like me to go over, or any more questions you'd like me to talk about, go ahead and shoot me a message, Facebook, Instagram, uh, email, like I said. But let's wrap this thing up, hey? All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We encourage feedback, as I've been saying throughout this podcast. Um, you know, give us a follow, follow on one of our platforms, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, our handles at Official Cairo Corner. Send us an email at CairoCornerPodcast at gmail.com. And what we do is we just we'd ask you to share this podcast with a family member that they think would benefit from chiropractic care or listen to some of the talks that we talk about. You know, I've been listening to a bunch of other health and nutrition podcasts, and I'm sending them to my family, stuff like that, just because I, I want them to educate themselves about these different topics. So go ahead and share, share this with anybody you can do. You know, I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week. We may get into a little more of this COVID update as this vaccine is starting to come out now. I'll leave you a little bit of teaser with that. I don't want to get too much into it, but we'll probably go ahead and talk a little bit about that while also having my sister, the pharmacist, on just to talk a little bit about her kind of experience in the healthcare world that she graduated in May. She does work at a uh, VA hospital, so she also does a lot of multidisciplinary care through that. So it'll be pretty interesting to see if what you know what her thoughts are on this. So with that, We've reached the end of today's road. Listen up next week to see which turn you make at the intersection of health and wellness. Until next time, Carol Corner listeners, see you then.